is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Twilight Nine podcast. This is episode 94. I am your host, Riley, joined by Mr. Andy Nesbitt. Happy Monday, Andy. What's up? Happy Monday. Is is it episode 94? Are you right with that? It is episode 94. Okay. I'm back. I'm back on my. my... <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Uh, PJ Championship. We're a day early because we wanted to recap it and just, you know, not to get it out of the way, but with fresh yeah. thoughts, fresh minds, it ended like 14 hours ago. Uh, first thoughts on the PGA. Uh, first thoughts. Well, I had my member member golf tournament this weekend, so it was all it was all a blur all weekend, but I got to see a good amount of it. And my first thoughts are to the GOAT, Tiger Woods. What he did on Friday, that back nine on Friday was one of the most amazing back nines I've ever seen. And it is pretty crazy because obviously everybody on Sunday, pretty much after the round were asked about Tiger, just because he, everybody knows this, but withdrew and didn't play on Sunday, which we'll get into that obviously. Yeah. But even Justin Thomas said, I don't think people truly understand what that man just did. (laughs) And I don't think, I don't think people are really thinking of it is insane that he is two for two for isn't like, I saw a tweet. I forget if it was Justin Ray or whatever, but there are several of the biggest yeah. names in golf that are over to in making the cut so far. Mm-hmm. And not only that, like he double bogeyed 11 and we'll get to Justin Thomas and his great win and everything bones and all that. But uh, Tiger, I got to start with Tiger. Like he, he double bogeyed 11 to go out one shot outside the cut line. And like, he could have just limped in and missed the cut and done whatever. He played the last seven holes, two under with, with, with no, with no bogeys and made the cut by what? Two strokes. Just, it was just insane. Yeah, it was. And especially the close it will get to Southern Hills, obviously too, but the closing stretch at Southern Hills is like not a gimme make the cut. Those yeah. last like three holes are brutal. It was, it was truly incredible what that man was doing. And it sucks because even and we saw him at Augusta look uncomfortable a couple times with his leg. It looked like his leg was terrible at Southern Hills. Yeah. From the second he teed off all three days, he's like, man, this shit hurts. And yeah, I, don't know, I don't know if it was just because maybe it was Augusta and he was like in a better mood or something. I have no idea what it what that goes to. Maybe he just didn't recover after a couple long days, practice days at Southern Hills. But he was in rough shape from the second he teed off on Thursday to the second that he was done on Saturday. Yeah, right when he walked off that first tee on Thursday and the cameraman was kind of near him and he was like, can you give me some space? Can you give me some space? Back off. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> Tiger Woods walking down the first fairway yelling at the cameraman already. I'm like, okay, we're in this, but what the heck's going on here, Tiger? Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. It was, uh, what did you think of his decision to withdraw? Because for me, I think it was a no-brainer. You can't win the oh, golf yeah. tournament. You can't win the golf tournament. You proved everything that you need to prove. You made the cut and mm. 10, 12 of the best players in the world didn't make the cut. And Scotty Scheffler, the number one player in the world, didn't make the cut. Yeah, and exactly. Of course, that he loves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I don't know. In that situation, I'm sure his team was telling him the exact same thing, but you just have nothing to gain there. Mm-hmm. you're borderline in last place. What are you going to You're going to go shoot 75 again, maybe injure the leg, like just go home and get rested. I don't think he's going to play at the U S open. I think he's going to wait until the open. Cause the U S open is in three weeks. Yeah. Like three weeks from today it's U S open week. So I don't think he'll do that, but I do think he's going to be at St. Andrews. I just don't think he had anything to gain from playing Sunday. He's probably going to be the first tee time off on Sunday morning. Yeah, and what was amazing, too, on Saturday, what he shot on his final four holes, he shot one under to finish 79 to break 80. Like, the dude just grinds, like, 
And so for him to back out, you know, he, the pain levels there and like, yeah, what, what was he going to gain yesterday? I mean, it, what he did Friday was amazing. Saturday was painful. Take the, take the Sunday off and go home and get better. And, you know, at some point on Saturday, like at the beginning of that back nine, he just looked at Joey and said, I need to break 80. <laughs> he's, always, he's always one of those guys that needs a goal for the day. Like he always says that in, in the post, like whenever he's done with the round, he was like, I just wanted to get back to even today. I just wanted to make two birdies coming home. He definitely right. was like, if I don't break 80, yeah, <laughs> myself, but he did it. It was fantastic off down the stretch. It was freaking awesome. And then his buddy wins on Sunday. His, his little brother. Justin Thomas is a major champion for the first time since 2017. He uh, was probably the, aside from Rory, well, I guess in Jordan, but Jordan gets a little bit of a pass just because he forgot to play how to play golf for like three years, mm-hmm. was probably the second longest drought of like superstars and major championships was JT. And it is very interesting because a lot of people on Saturday night were writing articles about like how Rory and JT didn't come up to the spotlight or whatever and answer the call when the major championship was on the line. And at the time, it was a great call. And then Sunday, it was very interesting because JT, I believe, was sitting at two under through 10 holes. He played a great last, whatever the math is on that, eight holes. And he just got in at five under, and then no one above him wanted to win the golf tournament. Yeah, there was a long stretch there where everyone above him was doing their best to, like, give it to him. Everyone was just (laughs) handing it off to the next guy. They were like, I really don't want to win. Here's the tournament. Mio's like, here you go. Will's like, here you go, Matthew Fitzpatrick. Matthew's like, no, I actually don't want it. You can have it back. <laughs> no, I, I don't thought Matt Patrick was gonna was gonna make a move, and then the hardest thing about Fitzpatrick is that he's a 27 year old guy sponsored by Skechers. That's just a tough scene. That is a you I saw that be, tweet. That's be, a tough scene. You can't be sponsored by Skechers at 27. No, you just can't. You have to be at least 40 before <laughs> you rock Skechers. Yeah, oh, I mean, sure he's getting paid a lot, but that's just brutal. Like Matthew Matt Kuchar is the perfect Skechers guy. Yeah, when you, I look at him, screams that guy wears Skechers on the golf course. Exactly. But yeah, I don't know. It was a it was a big combination for things for JT because he did when he saw the opportunity. He made he was three under through his last eight holes and he posted five under. Mm. And is it lucky that it fell all the way back to him a little bit? But then he gets into the playoff with Willie Z, and you're gonna win playoffs when you borderline birdie all the holes. So <laughs> he was insane. That three, what he hit on? What was that? The second playoff hole that, uh, yeah, that got on the green that tee shot unreal yeah he went out birdie birdie um but his tee shot on 18 man that tee shot on 18 at southern at uh, southern hills was so cool i thought every ball everyone hit was going to race down into that water you know that little creek where where meadows went but the, it just had like that shoot where the ball would land also be like zipping on the ground and you're like oh my god it's like gonna go in the water and like jt had a perfect drive great approach like he went out and did what tiger woods would do he went out and won the tournament yeah, JT's one of the very few guys on tour that gets that look in his eye. He's like, oh, I'm here now. It's over now. Doesn't yeah. matter what anybody else does. I'm winning this golf tournament now. He did it at the players, too, down the stretch. He's like, mm-hmm. I don't care who else is in this. I'm winning this golf tournament. Doesn't matter. And he did, he did it yesterday. But what you said about 18 on Southern Hills, it gives me, and it doesn't look like, it doesn't look like a Lynx hole, but mm-hmm. it's very, like, it's very linksy and that you can hit the middle of the fairway and then just end up in a terrible spot. Right. Yeah. The, 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 once the ball hits the ground, gets on the ground, it can go a number of different places. Right. But 
Yeah, yeah, JT. It was sick. He was. We talked about it last week uh, with, with the wins being up. How JT dominated that day at uh, Sawgrass in those wins, and he did it again. Uh, what was it? Friday when he when he put up that that great round in the wind in the second round. Yeah, the the that draw got the bad the bad draw. But <clears throat> what was it? Thursday, it was, Thursday yeah, afternoon, the, Friday morning. That yeah, they were like the two. Their their draw was like two strokes higher than the uh, than the other draw, which is what's once again for this. You know, JT gets in the bad draw and still plays his ass off. Right, what he can do in the wind is just ridiculous. Yeah. We even said it on the show last week. It was like, if the wind picks up Justin, it won't matter for JT just because he has every shot in the bag. He seems to play better when he has to think about stuff more. Yeah. That's what he said. He he likes playing in those conditions because he, um, he thinks less like golf swing and more just golf. Right. He sees. Yeah. Which is really wild when you think about it. Cause you would think like in easy conditions, you'd be like, all right, this is simple. I can do this now in like windy, crazy conditions. That's when your brain just kind of shuts off and you just let your talent take over. Right. He's not like a arena golfer where it's no. like 70 degrees, no wind, nothing going on. And you just have to hit stock shot after stock shot. He wants to be in some shit and he's mm-hmm. doing all that stuff. But I didn't uh, coming into the week. JT has been playing pretty good golf all year. He hasn't been playing like, great golf great golf he's just mm-hmm. been hanging around i didn't i didn't see him winning this week no i, I didn't either i don't know about you but no. i didn't see no. him winning until he made that like 80 footer on 11 no i think he, was, uh, like, he weeks, made that i was like <laughs> shit he's all of a sudden ago, like three back a few weeks ago we said that jt sucked at golf it's like our third guy that we said sucked at golf it's one we're like three for three in the last month yeah. ever since You're we recorded that speed. podcast justin thomas john rom John Rom, <laughs> but there's another one too. Like John, where's where's John Rom been in these majors? Like he was like never even seen in this thing. Yeah, so we can get into some of the Oregon uh, other yeah. guys because I mean, but, there's not. Do you have anything else on JT? It's just yes. he, he had the biggest balls. He just did no. the damn thing. It was sick. I wrote about this this morning on Four to the Win um, about JT. What a fitting victory. What a, I, I think it's one of the most beautiful losses in Phil Mickelson's career. And he didn't even hit a shot at Southern Hills this week. I say that because he didn't show up. And then his caddy, former caddy, who he didn't pay when he was working for him, and <laughs> goes out there and is holding up the flag on 18, the champion again. You know, first time when Justin Thomas comes out of the booth for, you know, September to, to be on this young guy's bat, bag and he wins it while Phil's in hiding, doing whatever he's doing. We get to laugh more at Phil Mickelson uh, while Bones is a major champion again. Now Bones has the same amount of majors that Phil does. Yeah. I didn't even think, you know, I'm a big storyline guy. I cannot believe that didn't come in my head when I was making picks last week. Right. I know. I usually think about all the storylines before, like, oh, that would be a great storyline. Let me bet on that. I can't believe I missed that. Uh, And Bones, didn't you write a piece about this on Friday? Like Bones had a couple of really big moments with uh, with JT. Oh, yeah. Um, A couple big shots uh, talking him through like they did a great job of showing like you know, Bones was always like that with um, with Phil. They'd have great moments where they were talking, but there was times where like Bones would like kind of quiz JT on something. You could hear him, and, and JT would be like, "Yeah, that's why." He's like, he would like talk. He would slyly talk him into what JT really wanted to do. And Bones, it was like a master class of caddying. Bones knows what is the best option, and he is fantastic at making the player think it's the player's idea. 
Right. Yes, He'll navigate perfect. the conversation in a certain way that the player's like, oh, this is the best play. While Bones knew that was the best play three minutes ago, he just needed the yep. player to really think it was like, oh, yeah, this is it. This is what we have to do. Yeah, because then when once the player's over his ball, he's like, I am brilliant for thinking of this. This is the absolute right thing to do. And you're going to play well when you're thinking that way. Correct. And you see a lot of times players hit crappy shots when it's like the caddy's idea and the player's not super like confident in it. Mm-hmm. that's when it goes really downhill. And when the player is confident in the shot, it's going to work out nine times out of 10. And the bone, Bones yeah. is the best at that. And JT said after yesterday uh, in his press conference, he said Saturday night, uh, Bones gave him this little talking to on the range. And he said, you have to stop being so hard on yourself. You don't have to be perfect. Keep staying positive so good stuff can happen. You don't have to be perfect. You, you have to stop being so hard on yourself. Like Bones just delivered a, a unbelievable message Saturday night. And then JT goes off and plays the way he did yesterday. That was a speech for like America golfers. Yeah. Just amateur golfers. Yeah. Just imagine. Yeah. yeah imagine uh, Bones is sitting there on the range watching JT grinding. He's like, hey, listen, man, you, you don't have to be so goddamn hard on yourself. JT's like, oh, yeah, you're right. Okay, good. Freeze him up. That reminds me of uh, uh, what was Rory's old caddy? Oh, yeah. That what the hell was his name? But that gives me big like your Rory fucking McRoy vibes. That yeah. speech. Yeah. Love that. Bones. Uh, Bones is the best. Love Bones. Uh, who's next? We can talk about well, we got to talk about Mito because that was yes. a disaster. Yeah, man. That's that's the game of golf, right? It just I. I you're playing so well. All you need to do is what make par, and you and you win the PGA Championship on 18, and you hit that tee shot into the water. You get a double bogey, and you're like, "Where? Did, how did this all happen? <laughs> Where did everything go?" Yeah, things and he are was. M- he had a three-stroke quickly. lead. What after Saturday, he played. He was playing great. He played. He played well enough down the stretch yesterday where he could have should have won the tournament, and then that's golf for you. One bad shot. Yeah, I think he ended up. Well, he ended up shooting what plus five in the final round. I think right. Yeah, but. That is just the most brutal. And he didn't, he, he and his po- credit to him. I'm not doing yeah. that interview. Like yeah, credit will. to him. That's incredible. That's incredible that he did that interview in front of everybody. That's nuts. Yeah, it's but great. even in the interview, he said that he like felt fine on the tee. Like it was just, he didn't execute the shot. Which, did you see his swing on that tee shot? Yeah, it was brutal. I don't know. What was that follow? I took I a video of no it and put idea. it on Twitter. I was like, what was that? I have <laughs> no like- idea. The whole swing looked fine, and then I don't know if he was just late with his hands or something. And he tried to save it at the bottom. Yeah, it was, it was brutal. But it I, was I, he did that not to that extent. Obviously, not that dramatic finish that barely got above his knee. But he yeah. was kind of doing that when he was hitting draws all day. Like I don't know if that's how he hit hits draws. Is he kind of like whips it through and just everything finishes really low? And obviously, it didn't work because it was just like <laughs> a little squirter to the right that was just terrible. Uh, but it was a bummer. Like, like when you see that tee shot now, it's like, well, he'd be he just hit it in the middle of the green, make bogey. His mm-hmm. third was just not that good. Didn't cut at all. It was just airmailed the green. The chip was shitty. And then it was just it was I got to imagine how much your brain is racing after you drop, take your drop and you're just looking over your shot. And you're like, OK, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, things are moving quickly. All of a sudden, I was, not good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was okay, winning. What are we doing here? I was winning and I'm one mistake away from not even being in a playoff. So it sucked. I Brutal. wanted to see him get in the playoff after that tee shot, but the third wasn't good. The chip shot was bad. And then it just went it all was downhill. After. Bad, bad, bad. Yeah. I'm actually kind of surprised that he's only had one 
top 10 finish this year outside of that. Because I feel like yeah. he plays good golf. Like I always see his name on the leaderboard on Friday and Saturday. It must Sunday. Yeah. Must no, be. you've you've mentioned his name a lot. Just I bet year. on him a couple times and hit top twenties, yeah. but I don't know. Yeah, it's, it'll be interesting to see what kind of uh, scar tissue that that loss creates for him. And the that, the Neiman tough. the Neiman thing hurts too. His that? you see his reaction because oh, yeah. they're boys. They grew up together yeah. or whatever. Man, yeah. that's just watching your boy just throw away a major championship. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, what that do you must doing? be brutal. God, oh. brutal. Who else was up there? Matty Fitz. There's not much to say about Matty Fitz. He just didn't play well. What about yeah? What about Willie Zalatoris? Willie Zalatoris has big balls. Yeah. Once you get in a playoff, once you get in a playoff with Justin Thomas, there's not much you can do. I would have put a no. mortgage that Justin Thomas is going to win that golf tournament after they got in a playoff. It was just, that was mm-hmm. just going to happen. But Willie Z hit some golf shots and he hit yeah. some putts down the stretch. That, bo- that bogey on the par three, what hole is that? Eight, when he hit it, literally oh, airmailed the green into a bush and then he took 12 minutes to get a drop and then he got up and down from a car path. Unbelievable drop, unbelievable luck on that drop because it went into that little like uh, crevice between the two squares of cement and it <laughs> yeah. stopped it there. Instead, yeah. of, it could have it could have rolled down and been against a curb. It could have yeah. like it could have been so just st- to stop it there and then to hit his wedge off the off the car path. Unreal. Yeah, unbelievable. And then he just Don't. hit he just hit a bunch of really clutch putts clutch putts. Excuse me, down the stretch and it was awesome because that stroke is just. It gives Wild. me anxiety watching that thing. And they they gave us the angle of like in <laughs> front of the ball so you can see the face of the putter a couple times. And they it like were disappears and comes back. And there like, were a lot of people that were probably watching that tournament that didn't know who Will's out was, and they're watching that stroke. Like, what yeah. is happening? And what happened like, to that guy? Yeah, it's just <laughs> like that's Will. I don't know what to tell you. That's just what he does. But yeah, credit to him, man. He is a monster in majors. He just mm-hmm. does the damn thing in the biggest terms of the year. When when golf is really hard, that's when Will plays well. Yeah, and it's amazing he hasn't won on tour yet, right? He doesn't have any PGA Tour wins, and he's always in these in contention at these majors. And you know that should carry over. You would think to to random weeks on tour where he can just run away from the crowd. He hasn't done it yet, but uh, his uh, his second shot on the first playoff hole yesterday was awesome. You know, get him in on the green and two for Eagle, just stones coming out of that. And like, yeah, he didn't do it. JT went out and won it. You know, that's what happened to Zal Torres. And once again, you know, second place finish, I think he got like $1.6 million, which must be nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, which must be nice. <laughs> he, just, he just keeps banking at these, at these, uh, at these major championships. It's incredible. Yeah. I wonder what, uh, it sucks for him because he's still looking for his first win, but that's already his second playoff loss this year. Right. I had him at the farmers. That sucked. Oh, I wonder yeah. how much money he's made already this year. Cause he's got like what top 10 at the masters. What was he? Six at the masters. Yep. I don't know. He's making a lot of money, but yeah. he is just, he's And he said it after his round. He said, I will win major championships. It's just a matter of time. Second at the PGA T six at the masters. I wanted to go back to last year. Cause last year he put up some numbers too in majors. Uh, T6 at Wingfoot at the U.S. Open. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, runner-up at the Masters in April. T8 at the PGA. He missed the cut at the U.S. Open, which is a little surprising because it was at Torrey, and that golf course fits him really well. 
And then it actually, if you remember, do you remember the open last year? His first round was actually, I think he was one or two under after his first round. And then he withdrew in the second round because of a wrist injury oh, that's right. or something. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think what is that four or five top tens and like 10 major starts or something ridiculous. So yep. kids, a machine who else was up there. Um, uh, uh, I'm just trying to remember the leaderboard. There was just so much floundering from the guys up top that it's just like, I don't even know who ended up in the top 10. Cause everybody sucked. You know who ended up in the top 10? One guy ended up in the top 10. Well, we can talk about my guy in a second because I have a lot to say. <laughs> Uh, oh, Cameron Young had a great week. Uh, he was one of my picks yeah. entering the week as kind of like a long shot. He was plus 8,000, 80 to 1. And I actually thought when everybody was playing crappy, I thought he was going to be one of the guys to start not playing crappy. And then he was actually one of the guys that played the worst, which was very surprising to me because his game is so consistent. He hits the crap out of the golf ball. And I think he made double on 16. He made double on 16, and that was it for him, obviously. Yeah, he had that uh, short side bunker. He had a couple of those shots where, like, it's just you couldn't do anything with it. You're just yeah, dead. so he he was one under through nine, and then bogey on fourteen, double on sixteen. Obviously, he birdie seventeen and finished one shot outside the playoff. But uh, Tommy Fleetwood finished fifth. Did you see one shot from Tommy Tommy Fleetwood in this PGA Championship? Yeah, they loved it because I think he made a bunch of birdies in a row. Like he birdied fourteen, okay. didn't see it on TV, and then uh, oh yeah, he made four in a row on the back nine. Yeah, and then he birdied fifteen, and then all of a sudden TV was like, "Get a camera on Tommy Fleetwood," and then they showed <laughs> a bunch of his shots because he was making a bunch of birdies. But uh, Chris Kirk was the top, so it was top five. Chris Kirk, uh, yeah, two under in the final round. He eagled 17, so that pushed him way up the leaderboard late, so that that helps. Brendan Steele, t- uh, T9? Yeah, uh, Tom, Tom Hoagie, T9. Tom Hoagie, t- T9. Power, T9. Justin Rose, T13. Hey, your boy got T13. Who, Hatton? Yeah, there's Hatton. Cameron uh, Shoffley. Smith, Xander, Davis Riley, Lucas Herbert. And I said this, I said this last week, the PGA is always the weirdest it uh, always, leaderboard yeah. always there because I mean, Southern Hills was hard as shit, but it doesn't like fit a specific, like when Roy McIlroy and Matthew Fitzpatrick both end in the top 10, you know, that golf course doesn't fit a certain player because they don't play the game anywhere close to each other. And no. that's what, I mean, that's just what happened here. Like when Lucas Herbert is a top 15 in a major championship, it's just, a, it's just, yeah. Like Stuart Sink had to run there for a while. He was in the top 10 for a while, finished T23. Uh, Ricky Fowler, T23. I, let me say this about Ricky Fowler. Go. Does he play well at like the AT&T Byron Nelson? No, no. But when you put him in a major championship, he actually plays pretty damn well. I think he's, I think in his last 20 majors, he's made 19 cuts. Yeah. yeah like he just makes a weekend at majors. That's all he does. He's got a good putting stroke, you know, keeps him in it and yeah. he can he get his way around. And uh, yeah, he's, he's always been a good player in big, in big stages like that. He had that year what, where like we all thought he was going to win a major because he had like four top five finishes and yeah, all the, all the majors and he just never got it done. But and what a look he has going on right now with the with the long hair and the mustache and you know yeah his um he's uh i like i think his mullet even looks i i don't want to say worse because they are majestic but i'm just saying from a critical standpoint like his is like greasy compared to like cam's yeah very very it's like thin like greasy like (laughs) mullet or whatever yeah um 
it is hilarious to look at those guys' hair and then just see the majesticness of Tommy Fleetwood come on camera. It's like, God damn, look at that man. Does Tommy Fleetwood have to keep that long hair forever? Like, is that his look Has now? To. To, yeah, if he ever cut it off. Have you seen a photo of him without the hair? No. Or, or facial hair? I'll look it up no. right now because I want you to see it. Have you, I know um, it's very funny. I think Kyle Porter the, uh, from CBS tweeted out a picture of Shane Lowry earlier this week, and he's like, this is my pick for this week. And it was before, like, he had a, it was, like, young Shane Lowry before, like, facial hair and stuff. Maybe. Oh, yeah, of, I saw that. One of the ugliest yeah. people I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> for a second, I'm like, who is this guy? I'm like, oh, my God, it is Shane Lowry. <laughs> wow. I know. I'm just looking at the leaderboard now, and I thought I had a good week betting-wise, but I just realized that all my top 20 bets finished T23 one shot out of top 20. Oh. So I'm all of a sudden in a bad mode. Oh. It's, that sucks. Like, look at uh, Colin Morikawa, T55. Oh, I cannot I wait for five. you to look at this photo. Come on. That's Tommy Fleetwood. <laughs> oh, my God. He looks like a, like a junior varsity soccer coach. <laughs> Holy shit, he does. he's rocking a... Dude, I want to go back to an era on the PGA Tour when everybody was wearing necklaces. Do you oh, remember yeah. that? Tommy Fle- uh, Ricky had one. Rory had like a shell necklace that he won the PGA with, and he looked like a, a 13 oh, god, that was like terrible. surfer boy. Yeah. God, and everyone like was to... doing it. Brutal. God damn. He looked like he went to Myrtle Beach for a family vacation and, and, and just a, saw the necklace and said, necklace. I need it. I need that yeah. necklace. Yeah, Mom, I need, I need $10 from vacation money to get this necklace. Need that necklace. Yeah, I'm looking at my my card got blown. I had Neiman for a top 20 T23. I had Shane Lowry for a top 20 T30, uh, T23. Oh, man. That's brutal. I had Max for a top 20, I think. that was a. I like that one. But uh, we can talk about my guy if you want. Yeah, he was my guy last week, too. He was one of my picks. Uh, also, my other pick was Scotty Scheffler. And I told you, I felt like I was buying crypto at 62K. I feel like I was late to that party. And of course, <laughs> you bought it Scheffler. last week and then it just plummeted. Scheffler went out and missed the cut, of course. Like, I, I, I'm having a horrible season. Yeah, life. at least at least my guy did better than him. But yeah, I mean, but- Roy still got probably got you what, like 400 ish. Yeah, 450 or so, 430 or so. But so I got to experience like the Rory fandom experience. And it was, uh, I don't know how you do it because (laughs) doesn't it it suck? Because I know he's, I I watch him. I know, I obviously know how he plays and what he does these things, but I'm never like totally like needing have a rooting interest. Yeah. So I was like, the ups, the downs, the, Oh my God! Like on Thursday, five under. Like he's he's the best golfer in the world. Rory's back. He's 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 ready to win this thing after all these years of not winning a major. And then like Saturday, I'm golfing and I'm looking at my phone on Twitter, and they're like, "Rory should just go home now and call it." Like this is too hard to watch. I'm like, "What's going on now?" And then like, "Oh my God, he's got a couple birdies. He's back." I'm like, "This is too much for me. I can't do. How do you do this every every week with this guy?" That is not a major championship thing for me. That is every week of my life. Every week. Every single (laughs) week, that is my life. And then, of course, I get the perfect finish where he gets a T8 like he always does, and he gets some good money. But it's like the journey that I was on for those four days of the ups and the downs. And You know, he's a top 10 machine in these things, but he's not a he's he's got to get those wins. Yes. Uh, Obviously, Thursday was one of the some of the most fun I've had watching golf. That was just the best. It was the best. I was like, oh, my God, he's doing it. He's doing the damn thing. This is sick. And then uh, the second round was fine. It was like 
it it sucked a little bit just because the conditions weren't that bad. Like if you were going to have a low round, that was the day, but he easily could have shot 75 on Friday and just shot himself completely out of it. But his short game was ridiculous. He was getting up and down from everywhere. I know you had your uh, member member or whatever, but his short game was like literally ridiculous. He had like a couple 40 yard pitches that he had to get up and in for par. And he was just putting them a foot away from the hole, tapping it. It was outrageous to watch. So it easily could have been a 74, 75 shoot 71. I'm like, whatever, that's fine. Then Saturday comes. He's one of the last tee times. And he comes out, makes four, five pars in a row. And all of them were like pretty easy pars. Like he was hitting greens. He wasn't, he just wasn't making putts. And I'm like, all right, he looks fine. This is fine. Mm-hmm. And then he made, and then he makes double on the par of three. And it's like, that is brutal. That is brutal. He hit just, uh, he tried to choke down on a four iron and hit it low into the wind. And it came up like 40 yards short of the green into the water. It's just like, why hit, why are you hitting that golf shot? Terrible. Mm-hmm. And he makes back to back. He played six through eight at five over, which is just not good. Three holes, Oof. five over. That's, that's not great. Then of course he birdies nine. It's like, Oh, here he comes. And then <laughs> makes a turn misses a putt on 10 makes triple on the par three. And it's like, well, this is just, <laughs> that's, this the, that's the whole, I think I saw on Twitter where like, he just has to stop this. We can't do this anymore. Yeah. It was over that, that on that hole. I, I, he, cause he wasn't getting shown much on TV anymore. Cause he played himself out of coverage, which I love on a Saturday. <laughs> and then they just did the meanest thing of all time and they show him. And it's a short putt. And I'm like, oh, okay. So he probably made Paul. Oh. The graphic comes up and it's like Rory McIlroy for triple bogey. I'm like, you sons of bitches put this on TV. <laughs> but can't do- it was brutal. And then, of oh. course, from 13 to 16 on his net on four holes, he plays him at three under. And everyone's like, hold on. Here he comes. He gets back to yeah. one under. And it's like, he's not totally out of it. Doesn't birdie the drivable par four. Makes bo- Makes just the... Blech, bogey on 18 just like wipes of <laughs> wipes an iron shitty chip bad putt just a really bad bogey and it's like well he's completely out of it and then yesterday happens and you got the full experience it's like he's completely out of this golf tournament he's nine back he has no chance of winning and then he opens up with a really nice par on one mm-hmm. birdie 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 <laughs> and he's four under and i think that got him to four back and what are you and doing? It's on the like, are you fucking kidding me? This guy's doing it was mega Sunday at Augusta vibes. All yeah, of a so sudden, he- you just see Rory's name start like laddering up the leaderboard. It's like this is unbelievable. And it took the fourth one. It took me to the fourth one. And then what are you he- doing that very next hole? Yeah, and then he made bogey. Which, <laughs> which sucked. But at the same time, I it sucked because he he hit it to a spot right of the green where it was just the most simple up and down of all time. You get that up and down for par 99 times out of 100. It's the easiest chip of all time. Colt Nost even said it. Mm-hmm. And then he just hits like a meat chip. He got underneath it and hit it barely on the green. Two putt bogey. Terrible. But six was one of the hardest holes on the golf course. I'm like, this isn't terrible. Like, that's fine. Whatever. You make bogey on one of the hardest holes. That's whatever. And then he did but, nothing the rest of the way except a bogey on 17. Everything else was pars. Correct. Four, so, four fast birdies. You're on a you're on a, a speed track to the top of the leaderboard and then a bogey and then just nothing. Yeah. So on seven, he had a 40 footer for birdie, lips out. Like it looked oh. like it was going nowhere, but in the middle of the hole, lips out. On eight, um, he had a good putt, whatever. Nine, he missed an eleven footer for birdie. 
on 11. Oh, no, 12. He missed a 14-foot putt for birdie. On 13, he missed a 10-foot putt for birdie. <sighs> on, on, I think, what, 15, he missed a 13-foot putt for birdie. On, like, it was just brutal to watch. He had eight opportunities inside 15 feet, and he just didn't make any of them. Yeah, I'm just looking at his results. Second at the Masters, his last three, his last three tournaments. Second at the Masters, fifth at the Wells Fargo, eighth at the PGA Championship. Yep, he's playing good golf, just not enough, just not good enough golf to win. T10 at the Genesis, T13 at Arnold Palmer, 18th at the Hero, first at the CJ. Like he's like he's playing great golf. Has he finished outside the top 20 this year? Yeah, he did a. Oh he missed yeah, the cut he, at the, he missed the cut before the Masters. Oh yeah, and I forgot about finished, the finished uh, T thirty three at the players. Everything else is a T twenty or better. What an asshole! He's making a lot what of a, money. Man, he's banking it. He is banking. It. <laughs> he is banking it. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I it sucks. Maybe yeah. seeing JT win will motivate him to like, oh, I can do that too. I can do the whole break the streak thing too. I, I, it I is. Think- it is getting to the point though where I think this. It's getting like such a big gap that I think he's starting to think about it a little bit. You think so? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're saying like, he's looking at JT and thinking like, maybe I'm sure he's looked at like a hundred different examples and been like, yeah, okay, maybe I can draw some inspiration from that. Nope. Maybe draw some inspiration from that. Nope. Nope. And he nope. was, uh, just couldn't be opposite from him leaving Augusta national and his post, whatever interview, he was like, I've never been happier on a golf course than I was today. Like he was just having a good time. I think he didn't answer questions on media yesterday. No, he just left. I think he he talked to one golf digest guy and he just said dejected. And that's all he said. And I'm like, right. fuck. Yeah. <laughs> God, that sucks. It's a bit of because it's game. brutal, dude. If he played his last 13 holes just one under, he's in a playoff to win the PGA. Oh, and he just one. could not buy a putt. God. Sucked. What are you gonna do? Yeah, so thanks, Rory. At least I got a top. I, knew, I told you last week, I'll, I'll probably get a top 10 out of him. But the first hour on Sunday was extremely exciting. Yeah, and birdie, I said Thursday night. Birdie, birdie. birdie. And it's all, yeah. let's go. Let's ride. That Thursday night, I felt great. I fell on top of the world. Like, Rory's going to win this. It's going to win the PGA. I made, I made a great pick with Rory. I'm going to win 2.7 million points in my pool. We did it. And then, no. Thursday was um, six. Yeah. I watched so much golf on Thursday. It was, it was such a good, that was such a good, I felt gross with myself on Thursday. I sat Scott down Van Pelt and David Duval should call every golf through. They're so, they're so good at it. After listening to them all week and then having to deal with Faldo. Yeah. You, you, I, I told you, you're like, I don't think we're going to have Faldo this week, but no, if I forgot for the PGA tour for the PGA championship, he only does the weekends. He and Nance only do the weekends. And they, he came back. Uh, there was one, I had one problem with ESPN and their, their golf coverage. I sing its praises every week. They did. They had one terrible moment on Friday. Tiger Woods has a huge birdie putt on the 13th hole to get back under the under the cut line, and they get all artsy and they have the camera panning the crowd, greenside crowd, and they oh. stop on a guy's phone. And we have to watch Tiger Woods' monster birdie putt from some random dude's phone. Yep. Who? What? Like who thought that would be a good idea? It's like, what are you? Why? Why are we watching it through this guy's tiny phone when we have these big TVs? I didn't um I didn't see the real angle until it came out on Twitter. That's how bad that shot was. I'm like, oh, yeah. so that's what the putt looked like. 
Cool. I was working on something and I like I saw everyone tweeting about it and I, I rewound it because I, I didn't see that I, didn't, I wasn't watching and I rewound it. I'm like, Dave, that was really the shot that they used for this for this putt. Yeah, like just garbage. But the rest of the ESPN coverage, shot, uh, Scott Van Pelt, Duvall, fantastic, and all the other guys. I don't know if this is going to be a very old man take from me. This might sound very old manish. If it, if you have to ask, it probably usually is. Yeah, yeah, and I, I this might be an old man take that we both agree <laughs> on. I, it no might more. it might be the case. When you go to these golf tournaments, people, as someone that has gone to a golf tournament, I was like 13 and had my phone out the whole time videoing everything because I thought it was the coolest thing of all time. Right. Let me tell you something. You will never watch those videos on your phone ever again. (laughs) Never. Ever again. It's the same people that videotape an entire concert. It's like, did you even watch it or did you just videotape the whole fucking thing? Yeah. When you go to a golf tournament, just like put your phone away, bro. Yeah, it's crazy. Like Tiger was in the trees a couple times and I, I get it a little bit with Tiger because it's Tiger and like how often are you going to see him play golf ever again? But like he was in the trees where he had to hit that rope draw on Saturday to get back into the fairway on the par five. And like they did the somebody took a picture from in front oh, yeah. of him or whatever. No one was watching Tiger. Everyone <laughs> was everyone had this thing. They were like, is he in frame? And it's like you didn't even see it. You're just yeah, you're video. standing right there. Like I know that's a very I sound like an 80 year old man, but it was driving me crazy all week watching on TV and just no one's watching golf. They're all just I always feel like that at concerts and stuff and sporting events when everyone has their phone out. Put your phone down because you can just watch it online later from somebody else who shot it. Correct. The person you know? next to you is going to put it online. You had the same vantage point. Just watch their phone. You don't like, need to. Yeah, you enjoy real life. Let them not. And then you can see it later on on Twitter. And, you know, it's crazy. Everyone that you're going to post that for on Instagram doesn't give a fuck that you know at no. all. They don't care. Oh, look, you got the shot. That's a really good. Oh, wow. Tiger Woods walking off the green. Great video. Yeah, that's so sick, man. Congratulations. Wow. You guys want to come over tomorrow and uh, look through my old iPhone videos? <laughs> no, yeah, that's brutal. I know that made me sound like a 90 year old for everybody listening, but I couldn't but stand it. When I was young, we had our phones on the wall. Yeah. And a lot Could of people, a lot of people are uh, said it too. like the masters just does it right. You don't see a single yeah, phone all weekend long and it's sick. Phone. it's incredible. Uh, I guess before we get out of here, because we're reaching our limit on Zoom because your boy did not pay for that shit. Oh. And we have another show tomorrow. If anybody's yeah, wondering, we're still going to do our um, Charles Schwab preview tomorrow. So back to back pods for everybody. Um, Southern Hills, the golf course, since we talked about a bunch of the guys. Uh, just cause I don't want to talk about Scotty. He sucked. Whatever. He missed the cut. A bunch of guys missed the cut. Scotty um, Scheffler bad at golf now. Should we say that he sucks and maybe he'll win? <laughs> Wait, next sucks. time, next time we talk to somebody, I'm going to tell next time we talk to a tour guy, I'm going to tell him about this Yeah, and see if they have anything again. We just put in bad vibes and they answer it. Um, the golf course, Southern Hills. We were both very excited about the golf course going into the week after all the flyovers and everything. It looked incredible. Your uh, your boy hated it. Who? Hatton? Terrell Hatton. He, yeah, seems, he hates every course. Every golf course he plays, he, he hates Augusta National. He hates Southern mm-hmm. Hills. He Must wants to hard. blow up that golf course on the DP World Tour. He wants it <laughs> off the face of planet Earth. I don't know. I think he needs a hug. I think he needs a hug. Yeah, he needs somebody to just hold him tight. I don't know what's wrong yeah. with that guy. Patton Kazire hated Southern Hills, came from the clouds and said it was a, yeah. it's a clown golf course. Uh, what did what did you think about Southern Hills as a person that <laughs> was, didn't need to play it? 
I thought it was tremendous. Uh, I think it's, I'll start with the first tee. It was the first tee and 10th tee, like right next to each other. Uh, on top on of same, one another. And they're like both inside, basically inside the clubhouse, which I Actually, love. Like, <laughs> you know, um, one, sorry to cut you, one in 10 at Southern Hills gave me big um, 11, 16 vibes at Bay Hill. Oh, yeah, I could see that. You know, I'm talking about the yeah. 11 drives down the water, but 16's right there to cross the road. Like, they yeah. were just right next to each other. They looked exactly the same. Yeah, I just love I love elevated tees off the first. Like it's, as a golfer, it just gives you so much confidence to just bang one down the, down the hill. Like but I loved, I loved uh, that look. I loved uh, the bell tower, just always in the background. It's just cool. Uh, oh, yeah, Lusk, Jason Lusk, the Golf Week travel writer, he, he told me that um, like when there's no one around, you're playing on those first two tees, the first intense tee. If the door is open for the clubhouse, you can hear like the cash register. It's like that's how close it is, which is sick. <laughs> um, I, I like a good like nerve-wracking opening tee shot with lots of people around. Um, I loved, I I loved how like there was like nine holes like all on top of each other. Like they were driving over a green. <laughs> like the, the guys in the green had to wait for the tee. Those tees had to wait for the other tee. It was just like it was madness. And I thought I thought the layout and everything was great. And then the closing stretch of holes. Uh, proved to be perfect for a major championship closing. And I think they made a big deal, obviously, about the routing in that section of the golf course, just because it is ridiculous. I actually think it went a lot better than I think they even thought it was going to. Like, yeah, I know well, there was a couple waits on Thursday and Friday just because there's way more players out on the golf course. So there was some waiting. But I think overall, I think it went fine. And that gave us one of the best moments in uh, golf, major golf history was when Tiger Woods was eating his sandwich on Thursday on the fourth tee and just going through his piece of bag, just like, oh, what's this? Uh, <laughs> so what, I put it out there, like such goat vibes of like, I'm going to have a sandwich and uh, look through this guy's clubs. What's going on over here? What you got going on over here? What is this? Hey, what's this wedge? Oh, it's a nice wedge. You get this in the pro shop? Where where do you get this? It's like, it goes classic. So yeah, the, I thought there was gonna be a lot more wait times like that. Like I thought it was gonna be a disaster, but it didn't really seem to be like that once uh, once things got going. No, I uh, I I love Southern Hills. It yeah. uh, it lived up to pretty much everything I thought it was gonna be. I I don't know if I'm alone in this. I thought the bunkers were freaking sick. Yeah, with the pebbles uh, too. The, the little pebbles in there that like with uh, force. Just because it's a bad it's shots. a it's a true hazard. Yeah, like, these guys, some of these guys are like, oh, it's not fair. Like, don't hit it in the bunker. Don't hit it in the bunker. What are you talking? It's Bunkers not- are too easy for these pros. Like every single week on tour, we see guys like, oh, I'll just hit it in the greenside bunker. Easy par. Like you mm-hmm. hear it all the time in caddy conversations like, oh, worst case scenario, I just end up in the bunker. It's like here, you can't do that because they're really freaking hard to get out of. Yeah, that was and great. It's a true hazard. I don't know. I loved it. I thought the guys are, they- they take that for granted every week with bunkers, like not just not being that hard to get up and down out of. Yeah. And that, that fourth hole, there's a lot of those greens, like that fourth hole that was behind the, um, the golf channel studios. So like I, you could see it every night and just like in the background, no one's around, just like how tilted it was and how like raised up it was and how those bunkers view got in them. Like you're going to be in a lot of trouble. Uh, it was just a beautiful like course to look at. Yeah, it was awesome. The The greens are super undulating. They weren't fast, which I think is sick that all the guys were complaining about that because it's like, man, I couldn't play a casual round with 80% of the guys on tour because they would kill kill themselves yeah. if they went to a muni that ran like eight. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, that was enough. I think Hatton went in on that. He's like, the greens are like, I don't, I forget what he called them, but 
I don't know. I thought Southern Hills was sick. I thought it was a perfect place for a major championship. It played a, it was pretty much open to anybody could win it. It was just a yeah. really, really good venue. I loved it. It was a beautiful place, and uh, we need that. We need you need that in the rotation more often. We're getting absolutely spoiled with major venues this year. Probably the four. Obviously, Augusta's in there every year. Obviously. Yeah, but I don't remember a year, especially recently, where it's like we have four outstanding golf courses to go to. I can't wait for next the uh, the the country club in Brookline, and it's probably crazy because Southern Hills might even be the weakest one, and it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like that's crazy to think about. Um, yeah, I can't wait game. for everybody to see the country club because it's the most New England golf course of all time. Yes. They the never get we, house, right? we never get to see New England golf on the PGA tour. And no. this is the most New England golf course ever. Trees fucking everywhere. Good yeah. luck hitting a fairway. Good luck hitting a green. Tiny greens. And it's always yellow clubhouse. You know, the like, greenest golf course you've ever seen. It's just the mm-hmm. most healthy thing of all time. God, I cannot wait. But just the most baller name to the country club. Yeah, they didn't name it anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's the country club. Yeah. Southern Hills had to be Southern Hills Country Club because there was already the country club the country in Massachusetts. Club. Yeah. We can't wait. Uh, do you have anything else on the PGA before we get out of here and then we get on another call tomorrow? No. No, it was a it was a fun four days of major golf and uh counting counting down the days now to the US Open. Yeah, we only have so we have the Charles Schwab this week and then mm-hmm. the memorial the week after, which is always one of the best weeks of the year. Yep. And then the RBC Canadian Open for the first time in three years, I believe. The last time we played it was in 2019 when Rory shot, I think he shot 60 in the last round and won by like eight. So that's the that's the tournament. And then the week after that's the US Open, which I'll yeah. be at all week. That's right. Everybody out there, I'll be on the Let's ground. Go. Boots on the ground, baby. It's exciting. Yeah, man. Um, Actually, I have one more. What was your favorite hole of Southern Hills before we get out of here? One last question. Uh, my favorite hole at Southern Hills was probably 18, just because that drive was so cool. I, every tee shot I thought was going in the water. Love that. I could watch those balls roll on that ground all day long. Yeah, Actually, it was a perfect. I have, I have one it was more. A perfect question. closing hole for a major championship. It was. It was, and I said it on the show last week. I think only two champions have ever made uh, par on that hole, like closing out a win. Everybody else has made bogey, and it happened again. The guy lost a tournament because yeah. that hole. Crazy. <laughs> I do have one more question. About mm-hmm. about Southern Hills, because this is my only drawback about it. I do not understand why par threes have to be 230 yards long to be hard. Yeah. I they hate that. No. You can make it, it well, 150 yards. What, you know, number seven at uh, Pebbles, what, 90 yards? Yeah, I mean, Augusta, what, 12 at Augusta is what, 160? Yeah, at, at its most. Yeah, that's a nine iron, eight iron into that green. Like yeah. it does not, and it sucked because they're all long and they were all the same length. Like it's, mm-hmm. it, it's the same club. Yeah. They weren't exciting. There was, yeah, it was there. boring holes. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I just don't think, and you look at the shortest, the shortest hole in the golf course where we made triple on, mm-hmm. like it does not need to be long to be hard. I don't know. That was my no, only, that was my one drawback. Some, they had some good setups with some like drivable par fours where they like, made you think and like they, it, it, it was a, it was a really fun. I love when you start watching a tournament and it's not, the holes, you don't really know what's going on with these holes. And then by Sunday, you know what the holes 11, what's 12. And like this course, all of this, all the holes in this course stood out, I think. Yeah. I had, I didn't know anything about Southern Hills going into the week. And I could probably go hole by hole now just by watching four <laughs> yeah. days. I know every hole at Southern yeah. Hills. <laughs> and I love the three hole playoff. 
I love the, the three-hole playoff is perfect. Yeah, and they chose the best. They chose the perfect set of holes too. I think they did it. They did a yeah. great job. PGA that's did great. a great job. Uh, but I think that's it, everybody. Um, that's it. That's the PGA Championship. Shout out Justin Thomas, even though I think we only talked about him for like f- four seconds. But shout out JT. Mm-hmm. Um, I think JT he has the back. perfect game. JT is back after we said he sucked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that is it. We'll be back tomorrow for the Charles Schwab preview show. Make Let's go, Charles Schwab. Hell yeah. Back in Texas again. Finally like back to Texas. Finally, we get to go back to Dallas. I've been missing finally. Dallas. Seven days. So um, I would say enjoy the golf like I do every time, but there is no golf. So I guess we'll just talk to you guys tomorrow. Yeah. If you're playing Monday golf, go enjoy some Monday golf. True. I'm going to go. I'm off today. I'm going to go play some golf today. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. Nice. So go enjoy the range of golf if you're playing today, everybody. And we will talk to you tomorrow about the uh, Charles Schwab. See ya.